Hi everybody, it's Mrs. Kemple and I'm here to read more from the book Wonder. And it's been a little while since we read, so I want to talk to you about where we left off. We are in part seven and the point of view is Miranda. Now Miranda has been telling us about how she's gone through a lot of changes her family is going through changes. Parents are getting divorced. And for some reason, she's kind of adopted Via's life as her own. She's told people that she, Miranda, is the one that has the deformed brother. So when the drama teacher was going to have the school perform the play The Elephant Man, which was about a deformed man, she convinced him not to by telling him, it would be too hard on her family since her brother was deformed. So we're up to page 241, What I Miss Most. One of the things I miss the most about Via's friendship is her family. I loved her mom and dad. They were always so welcoming and nice to me. I knew they loved their kids more than anything. I always felt safe around them, safer than anywhere else in the world. How pathetic that I felt safer in someone else's house than in my own, right? And, of course, I loved Augie. I was never afraid of him. Even when I was little, I had friends that couldn't believe I'd ever go over to Via's house. His face creeps me out, they'd say. You're stupid, I'd tell them. Augie's face isn't so bad once you get used to it. I called Via's house once just to say hello to Augie. Maybe part of me was hoping Via would answer. I don't know. Hey, Major Tom, I said, using my nickname for him. Miranda! He sounded so happy to hear my voice, it actually kind of took me by surprise. I'm going to a regular school now, he told me excitedly. Really? Wow, I said, totally shocked. I guess I never thought he'd go to a regular school. His parents have always been so protective of him. I guess I thought he'd always be that little kid in the astronaut helmet I gave him. Talking to him, I could tell he had no idea that Bea and I weren't close anymore. It's different in high school, I explained to him. You end up hanging out with loads of different people. I have some friends in my new school, he told me. A kid named Jack and a girl named Summer. That's awesome, Augie, I said. Well, I was just calling to tell you I miss you and hope you're having a good year. Feel free to call me whenever you want, okay, Augie? You know I love you always. I love you too, Miranda. Say hi to Via for me. Tell her I miss her. I will. Bye. Bye. Extraordinary, but no one there to see. Neither my mother nor my father could see the play on opening night. My mother, because she had this thing at work, and my dad, because his new wife was going to have her baby any second now, and he had to be on call. Zach couldn't come to opening night either. He had a volleyball game against Collegiate he couldn't miss. In fact, he had wanted me to miss the opening night so I could come cheer him on. My friends all went to the game, of course, because all their boyfriends were playing. Even Ella didn't come. Given a choice, she chose the crowd. So on opening night, no one that was remotely close to me was even there. And the thing is, I realized in my third or fourth rehearsal that I was good at this acting thing. 
I felt the part. I understood the words I spoke. I could read the lines as if they were coming from my brain and my heart. And on opening night, I can honestly say I knew I was going to be more good, more than good. I was going to be great. I was going to be extraordinary, but there would be no one there to see. We were all backstage, nervously running through our lines in our heads. I peeked through the curtain at the people taking their seats in the auditorium. That's when I saw Augie walking down the aisle with Isabel and Nate. They took three seats in the fifth row near the middle. Augie was wearing a bow tie, looking around excitedly. He had grown up a bit since I'd seen him last, almost a year ago. His hair was shorter, and he was wearing some kind of hearing aid now. His face hadn't changed a bit. Davenport was running through some last-minute changes with the set director. I saw Justin pacing stage left, mumbling his lines nervously. Mr. Davenport, I said, surprising myself as I spoke. I'm sorry, but I can't go on tonight. Davenport turned around slowly. What? he said. I'm sorry. Are you kidding? I'm just, I muttered, looking down. I I don't feel well. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going to throw up. This was a lie. It's just last-minute jitters. No, I can't do it. I'm telling you. Davenport looked furious. Miranda, this is outrageous. I'm sorry. Davenport took a deep breath like he was trying to restrain himself. To be truthful, I thought he looked like he was going to explode. His forehead turned bright pink. Miranda, this is absolutely unacceptable. Now go take a few deep breaths and... I'm not going on, I said loudly, and the tears came to my eyes fairly easily. Fine, he screamed, not looking at me. Then he turned to a kid named David, who was the set director. Go find Olivia in the lighting booth. Tell her she's filling in for Miranda tonight. What? said David, who wasn't too swift. Go, shouted Davenport in his face. Now! The other kids had caught on to what was happening and gathered around. What's going on? said Justin. Last minute change of plans, said Davenport. Miranda doesn't feel well. I feel sick, I said, trying to sound sick. So why are you still here, Davenport said to me angrily. Stop talking, take off your costume, and give it to Olivia, okay? Come on, everybody, let's go, go, go. I ran backstage to the dressing room as quickly as I could and started peeling off my costume. Two seconds later, there was a knock, and Via half opened the door. What is going on, she said. Hurry up, put it on, I answered, handing her the dress. You're sick? Yeah, hurry up. Bea looked stunned and took off her T-shirt and jeans and pulled the long dress over her head. I pulled it down for her and then zipped up the back. Luckily, Emily Webb didn't go on until 10 minutes into the play, so the girl handling hair and makeup had time to put Via's hair up in a twist and do a quick makeup job. I'd never seen Via with a lot of makeup on. She looked like a model. I'm not even sure I'll remember my lines, Via said, looking at herself in the mirror. Your lines. You'll do great, I said. She looked at me in the mirror. Why are you doing this, Miranda? Olivia! It was Davenport, hush shouting from the door. You're on in two minutes. It's now or never. Via followed him out the door, so I never got the chance to answer her question. I don't know what I would have said. Anyway, 
I wasn't sure what the answer was. The performance. I watched the rest of the play from the wings just off stage next to Davenport. Justin was amazing, and Via in that heartbreaking last scene was awesome. There was one line she flubbed a bit, but Justin covered for her, and no one in the audience even noticed. I heard Davenport muttering under his breath, Good, good, good. He was more nervous than all the students put together. The actors, the set decorators, the lighting team, the guy handling the curtains. Davenport was a wreck, frankly. The only time I felt any regret, if you could even call it that, was at the end of the play when everyone went out for their curtain calls. Thea and Justin were the last of the actors walking out on stage, and the audience rose to their feet when they took, uh, took their bows. That, I admit, was a little bittersweet for me. But just a few minutes later, I saw Nate and Isabel and Augie make their way backstage, and they all seemed so happy. Everyone was congratulating the actors, patting them on the back, it was that crazy backstage theater mayhem where sweaty actors stand euphoric while people come worship them for a few seconds. In that crush of people, I noticed Augie looking kind of lost. I cut through the crowd as fast as I could and came up behind him. Hey, I said, Major Tom. After the show. I can't say why I was so happy to see August again after so long or how good it felt when he hugged me. I can't believe how big you've gotten, I said to him. I thought you were going to be in the play, he said. I wasn't up to it, I said, but Via was great, don't you think? He nodded. Two seconds later, Isabel found us. Miranda, she said happily, giving me a kiss on the cheek. And then to August, don't ever disappear like that again. You're the one who disappeared, Augie answered back. How are you feeling, Isabel said to me. Via told us she got sick. Much better, I answered. Is your mom here? said Isabel. No, she had work stuff, so it's actually not a big deal for me, I said truthfully. We have two more shows anyway, though I don't think I'll be as good an Emily as Via was tonight. Nate came over, and we had basically the same exact conversation. Then Isabel said, look, we're going to have a late-night dinner to celebrate this show. Are you feeling up to joining us? We'd love to have you. Oh, no, I started to say. Please, said Augie. I should go home, I said. We insist, said Nate. By now, Via and Justin had come over with Justin's mom, and Via put her arm around me. You're definitely coming, she said, smiling her old smile at me. They started leading me out of the crowd, and I have to admit, for the first time in a very, very long time, I felt absolutely happy. Well, that's it for today. We are up to part eight, and we're going to switch back to August and his point of view. So I will see you on the next podcast. We'll continue reading from the book Wonder. Bye for now.